How's it going? It's a shitty night tonight. I have two tables, all black people, so I know I'm not making no tips. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, look over there. I have two tables. They're all black. I'm working for free tonight. That waitress sized us up in two seconds. We're black and black people don't tip. So she wasn't going to waste her time? Now somebody like that, nothing you could do to change their mind. No, I, I mean, are you being seriously that racist? What? Well, you don't know that I'm going to tip you. Yes, I do. So just because they're black? I've been waiting tables for five years. I never got a tip from a black person. Not once. First of all, I don't believe you. Second of all, that's still racist. <laughs> I am not racist. Screw you. Well, how much did you leave? You expect me to pay for that kind of service? <laughs> what? What the fuck is you laughing at, man? What are you talking about? She says black people don't tip. Are you nuts? Niggas don't tip. Everyone knows that. Have you ever waited tables before? No. Then shut up, asshole. People give you ears because I'll be sublime. It's enjoyable to know you in the concubine. Niggas, take off your coats. Ladies act like gems. Sit down Indian style as we recite these hymns. See, lyrically, I'm Mario Andretti on the Momo. Ludicrously speedy or infectious with the slow-mo. Heard me in the 80s, JBs on the promo on my never-ending quest to get the paper on the caper. But now, let me take it to the queen side. I'm taking it to Brooklyn side. All my residential quest is to invade the air. Hold on one second, son, cause we almost there. You could be a black man and lose all your soul. You could be white and cool, but don't crep the road. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. See, my shit is universal. If you got knowledge of Dolo or Delph for self, see, there's no one else who could drop it on the angle. <clears throat> Acute at that. So do that, do that, do, do, do that, that, that. that. Do that, do that, do do that, that, that. Anyway, uh, it is Wednesday, so pretty much our last day of the week. Mm-hmm. Last show before Christmas. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. So you know that was dope. That's dope. Um, <clears throat> and of course, um, you can find us on theblackouttips.com. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher, the Black Guy Who Tips. You can leave us five star reviews. We love those, and we read them on the show if we like them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh you can also do things such as uh vote in the polls at the blackoutest.com find us on twitter i'm rodimus prime i am say dat again dat as in d-a-t and our show twitter is tbgwt the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's show is brought to you by bevel this episode is brought to you by Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair, and sensitive skin. Step up your shave game and say goodbye to razor bumps. Check out GetBevel.com today. Use code TBGWT and you can get 20% off of your first month at GetBevel.com. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L dot com. <clears throat> All right. Um, also, I'd like to give a shout out, a uh, very special shout out. To everybody who um, encouraged us to make an Amazon wish list. <laughs> yeah, yes. Because I was not going to make one. I, I mean, we've been doing this show for years. I've never even thought about making one. Uh, people have suggested it before, but, I, you know, it's like, you know, cool. It's a cool idea, but, I, you know, and it's not any level of disrespect to the work we do here, but I don't think that much of the show like that, like to be like, y'all need to give us things, mm-hmm. you know. I'm just glad you're listening. Yeah, you guys support us in so many other ways. The premium mm-hmm. people, people donate to the show all the time. So I wasn't going to do it, but like several people asked uh, in the wake of us sending out these Christmas cards. And by the way, there's another round coming tomorrow. Um, and 
i was like uh okay so we made some and literally every time we go check the damn post box now it's more packages than we can carry back home right the the, the dude was like here you go and i looked i was like okay he was like oh and i got some other ones i was like okay um i'm not gonna be able to carry all of these i'm gonna need your assistance to the car and when i tell you i cannot express the shock and awe and the uh emotions <laughs> that i felt and when me and Roderick was heading back home i looked at Roderick and i said i don't care what nobody else says we have the best fucking fans in the whole wide world right yeah i couldn't i mean i i was shocked you know what i mean and i really appreciate it uh you know i've done something that this year i haven't done since i was a kid like since i was living with my parents Uh, i bought wrapping paper and a little decorative tree and um i you know i mean i'm still a man so i didn't wrap them (laughs) i won't say that the gifts are the best wrap in the world yeah i helped with the second round but uh i think i wrapped them you know admirably and, I, I have no problems with your wrapping and uh, i'll put them around the tree and i'm not gonna open anything until christmas we don't know what's from who and Mm-mm. all that stuff i'm assuming when we open them we'll find out who bought what i have I no, no idea, idea. to be we honest don't, we, we i hit a little that, yeah. i hit a little option on the wish list that doesn't tell us when people buy stuff and Mm-mm. who's sending it when it's coming so i'm assuming it'll be when we open it but yeah i'm not gonna open them things until christmas man because i uh think it'll be cool and i also bought a couple of gifts for me and karen and i wrapped those up as well uh among the things that uh fans got for us and um people some people send us stuff that's not even from amazon just just send us stuff yeah we we thank you yeah thank you so much guys uh yeah, really do appreciate it, it it was really overwhelming like i i just cannot express how over whelming it is that people would even think or consider us to even do that and not only did we get packages guys we want to thank everybody else that sent us cards because we mm-hmm. got cards and we're gonna read those on the feedback show um and the thing that was crazy too is like um because people were like why are you celebrating christmas ain't you an atheist and i was like i am but um it's just you know i'm in the good spirits good a good place um you know happy with what we do here mm-hmm. for a living happy with my life um you know just i don't think that you know uh it's not like i'm about to pray to the baby in the you know in the manger or anything but uh-huh. um you know i grew up having christmas and you know i don't think that that's the craziest thing i don't like i'm mm-hmm. not i think there's a lot of angry atheists and stuff i'm not yes. anti-religion i'm not anti christmas i'm not anti-christians or whatever but um you know i just see it like you know america celebrates consumerism and warm spirits and all this shit with christmas anyway it's not when jesus was really born um but it is kind of a reminder to everybody to not be an asshole so you know i think i i enjoy christmas just for for the for the niceness of it you know people are you know giving you your your, your your exchanges at um at the store and they're saying merry christmas and stuff and mm-hmm. you know you uh i go play basketball and people are wishing me you know hey man hope you have a, a merry christmas and i'm like hey happy kwanzaa and stuff like that so mm-hmm. you know it's been it's been cool and you know i think a lot of people have turned 
christmas into a fight right that i'm not participating in mm-hmm. so you know i'm not down with the yeah, if i go to starbucks and you guys say happy holidays i'm gonna punch you in your dick like i'm not down with those guys me either but i'm also not aggressively like when someone says merry christmas i'm not gonna be like no sir you say to me like i'm cool so yeah i'm I'm cool too and um i kind of switch between happy holidays and merry christmas um because it's one of those things where you kind of want to keep it neutral because you don't know what people celebrate because you got you actually got christmas you got hanukkah you got kwanzaa you got uh chinese new years which is around this time of year somewhere it might already passed but you know they celebrate it around this time so it's just one of those things where for me i don't know i i, I just like the just the happiness and the the joy that people show to me that's the spirit of like the holiday season quote unquote if you want to call it that uh that means more to me than anything yep so thank you everybody who uh has uh so far uh you know contributed looked out for us hooked us up with gifts all that stuff nobody you didn't have to do it right didn't at all you know it's not even something that i would uh expect expect right that's that's the thing we made the list going well cool if don't nobody get us anything like we were cool with that we was like cool we got a list because this is stuff we can get on our own later if nobody gets it it's stuff we really want or need so it's not like you know if people don't get it for us we're gonna be like well fuck it then you know (laughs) so appreciate all y'all man um another thing i wanted to talk about before we really get into the topics Mm -hmm. uh news topics for the day i finished watching making a murderer on uh netflix so i want to say 10 part investigative true crime series about a man named stephen avery who was and you get all this up front so i don't think it's a spoiler but he was framed for a rape he did not commit spent 18 years in prison um before he was exonerated and then he goes back to prison for murder and then the rest of it is did he or did he not commit this murder Mm -hmm. uh and his nephew with the help of his nephew brendan who uh is a very um not very intelligent kid and i don't mean that in the oh you're just dumb i mean like he's barely he, he like barely uh like he's one of those people where you're like how is he gonna ever pay rent anyway you know one of those people um just a very not intelligent kid so i was watching this thing and i've been tweeting it for the last few days live tweeting you know my progress and there and a lot of people have been interested in it a lot of people have been tweeting back at me and giving their thoughts and on it and whatnot um uh for i don't really think there's a spoiler i can give i mean it's making a murderer so you already know he got convicted of murder mm-hmm. so, it's in the title yeah if it's on google it's everywhere i mean it the, the story isn't in the story isn't in the outcome it's in the details of how he was uh investigated and what the motivations of everybody involved were so it's kind of like serial but video form right um and uh and it's very compelling it's very compelling tv um and uh you know i uh you know i personally feel like they got the right person in jail uh because it's the way it's presented is kind of from his defense's perspective and 
the same thing where i feel like they framed a guilty man pretty much um and they left a lot of stuff that made him look more damning out of the documentary until like the very end and then they kind of just slid it in there really matter-of-factly like you don't realize that he's not even supposed to have a fucking gun until like the end you're like why the fuck did he have a gun right you know but whatever okay um all this to say um i also was listening to a podcast called routing out routing out and i think it was episode seven they talked about serial the podcast serial a lot of people got into podcasts because they listen to serial um a lot of people assume podcasting is a very white thing because of serial true um and routing out breaks down serial and race in podcasting and how serial because they had a mostly white audience uh and because the perception of that audience was mostly white um it became this kind of like podcasting by proxy became viewed as this white thing and obviously there's a lot of white people involved in podcasting that's obvious but we've been here forever this is a, episode 1101 right not counting all our spinoff shows all the times we've been guests on other people's shows uh things like that nature um all the people that have been guests on our show all the podcasts we can't even get to yet right like y'all all jokes aside i have a literally a long ass list of people that i literally have been wanting to get on the show for years y'all but that's just how many black podcasts there are right that's my point that we can't we, we can't get to them all we're trying to but we just can't right now right um so it was kind of odd that and oh and they took clips from dc podfest if you guys listen to fuse box radio podcast um um they have an episode where uh it was they recorded brandon from where's my 40 acres chris from movie trailer reviews and jay from the nerd apocalypse um and black on black cinema um and, and the host of fuse box radio all host this like panel where they're talking about race and podcasting and the routing out thing makes this connection between serial and race and podcasting that was really cool you know um and and i and 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 it was i appreciated it you know what i mean like and obviously there's some other overlaps i mean we're an american podcast there's got to be tons of black podcasts that aren't american ain't that the truth (coughs) other nations other languages right so you know there's still other barriers to break but the point being um you guys remember when we talked about cereal on here last year and i waited a long time people kept asking me to listen to it people kept tweeting about it people i mean everywhere i went i was kind of being harassed into like yo you need to watch this you need to watch this and um i really wasn't that interested in it uh and i couldn't really put my finger on why i wasn't that interested in it um but i finally gave in to kind of peer pressure and whatnot and was like fuck it i'll listen to it and so i listened to it because and and the thing is so many black podcasts were talking about it Mm -hmm. that was another reason i listened to it i was like well now i want to know what everybody's talking about um so i go listen to it and you know i and i enjoyed it. it's very well told all this Mm -hmm. stuff now keep in mind 
i'm looking at it from a podcasting perspective from a content creator perspective a lot of it is manipulation a lot of it is one episode needs to make you feel like he did it the next episode needs to make you feel like he didn't and they have to do that back and forth for 12 times so that you listen to every episode and it's all brought to you by survey monkey people created reddit threads Mm -hmm. people created other podcasts that also were popular yes uh breaking down cereal and the information that wasn't involved i haven't listened to any of those i understand if you listen to those it changes your perspective on everything and all that i'm not even interested in listening to it Mm -mm. um and then like i said to bring it full circle watching making a murderer murderer yesterday and finishing that um i had this real empty feeling inside because uh i realized that so many people that because i like when i was tweeting about it people that don't follow me were interacting with me mm-hmm. so like if i said something like like one of the things i said was if you watch any of these series about a murder or true crime the defense's job is to make things as muddy as possible right the thing is they have to make it seem like even if they can't they have to throw in reasonable doubt that's the only way to get that client out right so you know through the parameters of the trial that's what you try to do is muddy up the waters throw as much stuff at the jury as possible as many theories as many threads get people's minds to working give them an answer or an alternative to every piece of evidence and people will put things together themselves Mm -hmm. for the most part for people outside i think people involved in an actual jury a lot of times they don't have the luxury of that we have uh, because they've been instructed directly from the judge to consider certain things and to not consider other things. And, mm-hmm. you know, then there's uh, there, there's also, like, strong people and weak people. And there's all this consensus that must be arrived at. Uh, people have jobs and lives to get back to. You know, everybody has so much judgment in hindsight. But, you know, in, in real life, when you're sitting in a room where you can't look at your phone or talk to anybody for 10 hours every day for seven days or weeks on end and the way you out right and then you have to come to a consensus with these strangers or else you have to get you know keep going back like shit happens all the time Mm -hmm. right so um and things don't always go right it's not i think what you look at when you look at all these dramas all these real life courtrooms you realize how inadequate our system is for getting to the truth of things right now the thing is i'm black and i'm in america i already know that (laughs) you know what i mean so this is not new news (laughs) right but it is news for a lot of people in america like a lot of people in america are like really fascinated by this idea that people have their rights violated that there's codes that are supposed to be adhered to they aren't such as you know not talking to a kid without a parent or a guardian or their lawyer present but it's violated multiple times um you know things you know people seeing that there's obvious inconsistencies and just ignoring it the judge not allowing certain evidence things of this nature where you're like the system is very rigged once a narrative to to create a narrative that's really what everything is done cops police their thing when it comes to a jury to a trial is to create a narrative they create a story they tell the story to the jury if the jury believes the story you go to jail you know they they can't they don't count certain evidence they count other evidence they uh would would, when something is faulty they bring in a quote-unquote experts experts are paid by the fucking police 
you know like there's incentive to do so much stuff like there's so much um it's such a it's such a fucked up process and so i guess uh seeing people react to it and people react to my reaction to it um it kind of struck a nerve with me because i kind of realized why i don't really like cereal i haven't listened to any of season two yet me i probably won't um i doubt i will either and why at the end of the day it's not that i dislike i love the way they tell the story i think it's masterfully crafted yeah um i realize that it bothers me how much people that normally don't care about justice in any other capacity Mm-mm. care about the shit when npr or netflix tells them to you know like it it bothers the fuck out of me like how come we don't have someone take 10 episodes of a budget of for netflix or or any tv channel or a podcast or npr and look into what happened with trayvon martin and george zimmerman you know why don't we have that with darren wilson and 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 and, and, um god how am i that's how that's how many people they've killed mike brown um why you know tamir rice you know because one of the things that this really um one of the things that just strikes me about this is how much the humanity of the people in these stories is recognized you know like even if they are a heinous fucking murderer or a rapist or whatever like you know i i mean it doesn't even matter like people actually do relate to their humanity and the and the and not just the people who are listening but the people who are filming it they want you to see these people as fully formed human beings and they tell you about their hobbies and their love lives and how they were raised and their families and and all this shit and then they 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 go back and forth on these facts that they present at convenient times for the narrative even if they weren't presented that way in real life but it's you know hey and he also did this thing and then this happened and then this person went missing and then this happened and it kind of tells these compelling stories and people give a fuck you know i had people who don't follow me on twitter yesterday hitting me up being like uh sign this 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 petition we want to free this man donate here for this legal counsel thing do this do that and i'm like wow look at how much you care you know what i mean like in a world where we have all lives matter come on now look at how much you give a fuck about this guy because you were told to care about this guy you know like it it is it's really amazing because every single opportunity to be innocent is is given to these people mm-hmm. you know it is believed meanwhile we have black people getting killed in the streets killed by officers of the law and every presumption of guilt is thrown at them they aren't believed it 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 bothers the fuck out of me you know i got people obsessively telling me to go listen to serial or watch making the murderer and tweeting about it and um you know uh you know there's podcast conventions there's fucking you know uh 
uh, ads and fundraisers and all this shit all this money all this attention all this people power to these stories and then you go okay when i want you guys why don't you guys investigate you know what what happened to 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 freddie gray that's a, that's left the black twitter that's the investigative arm of the media when it comes to black death it's black twitter all the shit i know about this stuff comes from black twitter yes sir you know what i mean like nobody wants to go ask the hard questions about the autopsy report for freddie gray but we'll sit up here and obsess over making a murder and people get a budget for it and you can't tell me that people don't care about these things because go to any comment section look at the number one articles when someone dies they care a lot. It, everybody cares racist people give a fuck mm-hmm. black people care even white people who are silent on this shit they care yes they do you know what i mean like they they might not vocally speak about it but they fucking care obviously i don't understand why we don't have a cereal why we don't have you know like why i don't understand why we can't get a budget for that because unlike these crimes this shit is still happening so we this isn't oh man nine years ago this guy was convicted it's you know of nine days ago this guy wasn't convicted (laughs) you know no like i don't know what happened to sandra bland i i part of me if i'm not obsessed with this motherfucker you know and 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 his you know his case i'm sorry so i i just don't understand i don't know man in a lot of ways it goes back to that liberal type of thing because a lot of these sources that are investigating this stuff come from these very like liberal white people type of things and mm-hmm. and those are the people who get obsessed with this shit and it's that their racism is not seeing blackness right it's not caring about us correct like they care for our votes they care mm-hmm. for our support right but they don't care for our issues and they don't really care about us these are the most pertinent stories of my lifetime how are we not talking about them I don't give a fuck about Stephen Avery. I don't. Sorry. You know, and and like, because I, I was thinking about it with the Adnan shit. I was like, because I was just like convinced that he did it. And you know, honestly, I haven't listened to the other shit where people are like, if you listen to this, you'll see that he clearly didn't do it. I just don't even care to go listen, man. I don't either. Because people are basically telling us like Trayvon Martin is guilty. You know, George Zimmerman got away with that. You know, like like it's you know rakeisha boyd sandra bland they she had an attitude she's dead no one's going to jail so it's so fucking weird that people can be obsessed with the idea of quote-unquote justice when you pick the right story and put the right commercials and serialize the form formula for it It, like to me like i said maybe i'm just being cynical as a podcaster but it's just a fucking story Mm -hmm. that's all it is to me now you know i can't care for these people i don't give a fuck that dude didn't get justice well too bad join the long fucking list what i what you have been getting though is empathy from a lot of people that don't give empathy over here for a lot of people come on a lot of people that are just absolute victims that will not get that empathy that concern they won't get that second chance no counsel is coming no no advocacy groups are helping them like it's it's so it I know it shouldn't have, but it made me so mad. 
and i i think i'm done with that shit i don't think i can watch that kind of shit anymore you know because it just made me feel like why him why do y'all give a fuck you know it just feels so contrived you know and and especially as a media creator because what i'm thinking is why you pick that story right that's the question i don't hear people asking i said the same shit about adnan i was like why they pick adnan google this picture that's why they picked adnan right he looked like somebody you would go why is that dude in jail he looked like a good kid right he was a little bit darker you wouldn't have covered his story yeah adnan looked like jay i don't think we get a cereal no, i just do don't not and and prove me wrong let's go g- prove me fucking wrong go ahead i want you to prove me wrong on this one yeah i would love to see serial three well, let's talk about some nigga shit let's do it i would love to but i just don't feel like that's coming nah, I don't i'll be holding my breath forever waiting on that you nah. know as much as race affects shit in this country we can't <laughs> uh anyway that's how i felt about it because you know like i said i'm and it's not their fault i'm not angry at the documentary i'm not oh, angry yeah. that they're done well that they're, yeah. they're high quality like I, I don't have a problem with with that at all and uh we was talking about this at uh lunch today and i think me personally one thing that that to an extent um i don't want to say turn me off but just make me reevaluate it is the fact that these cases you're covering they're human beings and the way people talk about it and the way people cover this stuff you would think it was a television show all the reddit threads and all that stuff i was like y'all do know these are real people y'all do know y'all rehashing this for both families the victim and the the person that committed the crime you know people you bring these stories up all of a sudden they're back in the headlines again all of a sudden people asking them questions all of a sudden people want to interview them all of a sudden they was like i didn't ask for this and i didn't sign up for this all of a sudden i'm in the spotlight off of some bullshit that i did not ask for right dredging up because a lot of these people you know they feel like the killer to their loved one is in jail and shit and then you're judging it back up look i my thing isn't to be anti-justice though and fairness if adnan or stephen avery got a raw deal and a fucked up case i think I, i'm glad people want them to get a get fair justice Me i'm too. glad people would want to get to the bottom of it if it's if it's some bullshit and it's trumped up and they framed somebody who didn't do anything wrong uh i think i think that should be looked into i just wish people felt that way about everything correct i just wish people didn't feel that way about certain people because you get an npr tote bag and other people just fuck them <laughs> right you know right right you, you 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 get the traveling mug and it's all good and, and 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 yeah i think for me just the the compassion for like i said the families and i think a lot of times when people hear these stories they separate themselves uh from the situation because it's not their family it's not their brother their cousin their uncle or whoever it is so in their mind they could talk about it abstract and in the third person because mm-hmm. this shit does not directly affect them and that's why we was talking before but, but and none I was of like, it strip the humanity from from right these people. But, but none of it really affects these people who listen correct it shouldn't anyway because these aren't they don't know stephen avery right they don't know adnan syed like what they but they don't know trayvon martin either but they don't give a fuck right that's the part that bothers me is why don't you give a fuck all the time you know why is it only 
why is it only when sarah koenig tells you to give a fuck that you give a fuck you know like like i said i'm not even judging people because i feel like it's a good product Mm -hmm. and that's what most people are responding to but yeah when i hear how much time people dedicate to this shit i'm just always thinking to myself like wish somebody would dedicate that kind of time to you know the death of tamir rice you know i wish they dedicate that that kind of time to sandra bland who we don't we still don't know what really happened to her you telling me all that evidence doesn't fucking give you something to question and something to talk about and details to present present they shouldn't interview those police officers they shouldn't look into their histories the only time i see that done is when black twitter is doing that shit black journalists that mainly reside on twitter like you just don't get this kind of information put forward in a compelling product and the thing that's killing me about it is it's happening now Mm -hmm. and i know people care because it's it's the headline every day so it's not you can't tell me no one cares about this shit everybody cares about this shit even if it's just to be racist and tell people to stop caring you care they care fox news cares about this shit msnbc cares about this shit cnn got don lemon on tv because he cares about this shit Mm -hmm. because we care about this shit the american public does care about these stories and like i said it's not their fault but it feels like it's this either or because these other stories don't get examined this way you know like where you know trayvon martin been dead years now no one could have went down there and looked into anything you couldn't chronicle that story just just chronicle the things that happened interview people talk to his parents talk to al sharpton talk to people that knew zimmerman talk like talk you know investigate investigate the police officers who were who were basically walked that man in a month later you know just i don't know man this is frustrating anyway uh let's get into some news oh before we um move on this is not a random thought or anything i thought the internet was lying but apparently the internet is telling the truth about steve harvey bacon Mm -hmm. because we found some at the grocery store and i picked it up and i didn't believe it was real it's real y'all and it uh it bakes no 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 it is uh what two minutes or less <laughs> <It's done. laughs> yep so we bought some we sure did we gonna see it we gonna see if they gonna do a, a recall on the box and wrap it up and tell me it's turkey bacon shout out to the person who made that truck on facebook yep well speaking of steve harvey uh he actually signed a multi massive multi-year deal to host miss universe i ain't even mad uh now this does kind of lend itself to the conspiracy theory that the miss universe pageant actually had the teleprompter wrong hello everyone and thank you for joining us samantha harris here in fernancy odell and we are in front of the news making headlines right now michelle turner has the latest on the miss universe controversy and its host steve harvey under fire I don't know if he was truly paying attention to the show. I have to apologize. The first runner-up is Columbia. Because if you were paying attention to the show and what was happening, like the judges were, it was apparent to all of us that Philippines was the winner. 
don't know his state of mind during the show. There are new images of Steve Harvey today. That's him in the back of a Bentley being driven to his Atlanta home. And Miss Universe has posted this video of the host apologizing to her. But there are new questions today about his pre-show prep. Multiple sources tell us that Steve Harvey didn't attend rehearsal on Friday and was not present for the entire rehearsal on Saturday. But a source close to the pageant tells us Steve was at every rehearsal he was required to be at, that he was a complete professional through the entire process, and that he absolutely rehearsed the finale. Next, the rivalry. The contestants posed and smiled together in bikinis oh, before the show. This is a, they really did like an investigative report. Uh-huh. on this shit anyway all this to say did that, they say the prompter might have been wrong yeah teleprompter <sighs> okay. there was a uh, like a what is the snapchat there was a snapchat video that was later deleted that allegedly showed the teleprompter said the wrong winner yeah, that's and basically steve harvey went out there and bit the bullet <gasps> for for them and they was like okay dog because i I fuck up like we don't we we don't want the public to come out and say we fucked this up we'll let you take the bullet but in return we're gonna sign you for multi-year so all them people that was being racist and calling him niggas well guess what that nigga gonna be handing out them crowns for a few more years you got to deal with it that also would be probably the best advertisement for this for this pageant i mean everybody gonna be on there next year yeah everybody's gonna be looking to see if he fucks up next year right so but yeah um congratulations to miss philippines and (laughs) philippines uh but yeah steve harvey uh you know he he got that multi-year contract so i gotta get get some of this bacon (laughs) <laughs> we go uh, i hope we hopefully won't kill us but we'll let you know how it tastes uh mc hammer is ordered to pay eight hundred thousand dollars to the irs for what didn't he what's that well, i don't understand here didn't we get in bankruptcy one time um i feel like he has been in in um been in trouble before uh-oh karen he owed that money he come to hammer the irs hammer ain't that the truth yeah eight hundred thousand dollars in unpaid taxes uh the case against mc hammer has been ongoing since 2013 the concern unpaid taxes with the date as far back as 1996 however hot damn that was, was not, a yipping fuck right from my, goddamn it man was, it was not until december 17th that the appeals court reached a decision and stated that yes hammer really does owe that much money the court found that the irs committed no wrongdoing and asking hammer for the money two years ago and that means their decision is final hammer took to twitter to lament the news the devil is working overtime to fill your holidays with negative images negative narratives fear and negative energy get behind us satan praying hands mm-hmm. yeah get behind that money too because you gonna pay sir yep mc hammer man i guess he got fighting a- this shit 20 something years i know i guess he just need to pray <laughs> i think i think he'll make the money back because you know he's too legit to quit karen mm-hmm. I, I think he is and you know i don't think they're gonna be able to get all the money because you know some of that money is already locked away in savings account and you know you can't touch this Mm-mm. so 
when it comes time to pay the irs or just you know i guess it's time to just get it started hey let's get it started oh is he is he still married oh, i think he is because I, I was looking for his wife the other day have you seen her no i have well tell not. me have you seen her <laughs> you made me want to play play let's get it started please you need to get back out there and get the dancing karen because <laughs> he's a dancing machine <laughs> yes but you know i'm not he's a brother he's a black dude and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna have i don't have anything against him we all in the same game as far as, as far as i'm concerned so you know life has a lot of pumps and bumps Hey. That's what the RS said when they came in there bouncing. They was like, and you don't pay us that money. Let's get it started. Oh, they were they came in dancing. I see. Yeah, they came on with their hammer pants and their Jerry curls. All the FBI agents came in there. They broke out into the dance routine, and they was like, "You go, oh, you gonna pay us? Pay us what you owe us, sir." Yep. Well, getting their money. The IRS has always been a funky head hunter. A what? Yes, they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He he used to make love rap songs, and you were yelling at the girl. Yeah, scared her to death. Yo, sweetness. <laughs> It's my weakness. Oh, I remember that. Yes. Like, I don't think you're supposed to be yelling at these. These. I don't think they like uh, that. No. Does it start off like that? I don't. I don't know. Yo, sweetness. It's my weakness. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can. I don't, I don't think. I don't think you can run up on women no more like that not yelling at them like that yeah that's that's street that's, that's street harassment <laughs> yes now. that is that's some old school shit uh salt she's soft and wet, soft and wet. Yes. you know what I'm saying? You yelling at these women <laughs> is that, that is sparkling that? greasy hair and yo and yo colorful hammer pants is mm-hmm. that sexy to y'all ladies And he got like a crew, so it ain't just him. Yes, it's him. It's like five niggas on the street, like, oh, here she come, here she come, hold on, hold on, here she come. All right. Soft and wet. I got a whole routine behind that shit. I had hammer pants, but I love my hammer pants and my patent leather shoes. You couldn't tell me shit. Yeah, I don't think you can yell at women like this anymore. No. You know, maybe, maybe back then. But, mm-hmm. uh. I was spinning around and shit. Them pants was flying everywhere. That means back in the day, it used to be some dude that had this album that'd be like, yeah, you know, I just throw on soft and wet. You know what I'm saying? Get all up in them guts. <laughs> soft and wet. Yeah. Nah, my brother, you got to get your own. <laughs> right. Like em. Pretty sure Hammer told himself to rap just now. <laughs> Wasn't that him that asked himself to rap? Hold I on. think so. It was. <laughs> what the fuck, Hammer? Uh, he bought himself to the to the stage. Coming to the <laughs> stage, me. <laughs> it's like a comedian introducing himself. Right. 
<laughs> give it up everybody for me yeah all Woo! right okay this is a comedian i've known my whole life <laughs> me <laughs> bust with the oak town lyrics come on <laughs> that's right it's still me oh he was in the booth talking to himself yes uh stacy dash filed a police report she made a trip to the police station this this week what happened uh, a lot of it's like the best of the 90s news today <laughs> Hammer, steve harvey and stacy dad right it's throwback it's a throwback wednesday yeah throwback uh, <laughs> uh yeah she made a trip to police station claiming someone is harassing her and even hacked her twitter account law enforcement sources tell tmc dash told the cops that the guy would get into her twitter and post pictures and then delete them she's called them vulgar attempts to garner followers dash tells tmz she has a message for all women do do not be a victim adding she's doing what any woman should do if she's harassed by a man in her life the lapd is investigating mm-hmm. all of a sudden when is you being attacked yeah i wonder if it's even true i haven't right. even heard anything about her posting pictures and deleting them you know twitter data said something uh tell Tal- perry star tasha smith had her marriage annulled he had five brides before me she says oh she 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 found out after the fact or something uh i mean sounds like it right okay sounds like she was living in a tyler perry uh play right and she was like oh you didn't tell me this and i have aids what <laughs> right you were married before you didn't tell me five times instant aids uh <laughs> it's, yes really it really instant that's the kind all tyler perry, microwave aids all tyler perry people get the easy e brand <laughs> right uh yeah she had a marriage erased from planet earth after the judge ruled her hubby was a fraud tasha got her marriage annulled a few days ago after claiming she had a, he had a secret life he kept from her specifically tasha said during that courtship he told her he was a preacher and presented an image he was a man of faith tasha says in reality it was way different her husband rory douglas had been married five times before her the judge said she in no way would have jumped within a few months at the chance to be bride number six what's more the judge said douglas concealed the number of kids he actually had (gasps) his criminal past uh and failure to pay taxes for nearly a decade oh oh okay yeah 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 Mm mm-hmm yeah Oh yeah, I'm 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 annoying this bullshit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. yeah, cause ain't no telling what other secrets he was gonna bust up in there with. Well, she should have known when they when they came to the uh, wedding reception and the song they danced to. Who's all these kids singing? <laughs> keep calling you daddy yo this nigga was the coolest nigga y'all i know oh I, I can't believe it either i love me some mc him people was wearing them pants them parachute I was, pants i told you i was shit i had the whole outfit you know where it was double tone with the black and the orange or the black and the yellow i had them shits with the coat to match you couldn't tell me shit and i had my jerry curl and my platinum leather shoes and people had a nerve to talk about some skinny jeans. People was dressing, people was dressing like this nigga. Like that, like I didn't make that up. I remember coming to school because I remember feeling not cool because my parents was like, nigga, you can't put that shit on. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. but everybody got them. Your parents gave zero fuck about the fashion. Yeah. 
your brand was like no sir one he, day you're gonna grow to regret being snapshot in this but you didn't care because you're a kid he had his own car he had his own cartoon he did i forgot that shit i watched that shit too you know only cool niggas get cartoons it's like him mc hammer the pro stars <laughs> The pro stars. <laughs> that's the, that's old school for real. I told you we old nigga. The pro stars is the fucking most half-ass cartoon of all time. I think we got an episode about the pro stars. <laughs> I think we did. yeah we covered it one time. Well, I don't know if it was a regular show, Balls Deep, but we covered it one time. It was a regular show. We waited to it a long time ago. It was back when we still had one mic. Um, Hateful Eight, Quentin Tarantino's newest movie apparently was pirated and people are watching it on the internet this is the second time this happened to him and the pirated copy w- was traced back to the top ho- to a top hollywood executive and i hate to be like this and that's not surprising because a lot of the stuff out there is so goddamn crystal clear you was like this had to have come from the studio you was like there's no way you can get something this clear <laughs> well uh, apparently a copy mail to Alcon Entertainment co-CEO Andrew Kosov was uploaded to file sharing sites as the FBI probes a damaging leak of Quentin Tarantino's film. I've never seen this DVD, Kosov tells T- the Hollywood Reporter. It's never reached, t- it never touched my hands. A copy of the new Tarantino movie, The Hateful Eight, that leaked online earlier this week, has been linked to a top Hollywood film executive, sources tell The Hollywood Reporter. Andrew Coso, co-CEO of production finance company Alcon Entertainment, was sent the screener copy of Hateful Eight for year-end awards consideration. The copy was signed for by an office assistant and later shared online, where it is now circulating on a multiple on multiple file-sharing sites. Sources say officials with the FBI working in conjunction with the distributor the weinstein company have been able to pinpoint coso's copy of the film as a source of the leak from a watermark on the dvd sent to him fbi agents are visiting alcon century city headquarters um tuesday to determine the chain of custody of the dvd and who is responsible for its uploading alcon is cooperating fully with the investigation i've never seen this dvd coso tells thr in an interview it's never touched my hands we're going to do more than cooperate with the fbi we're going to conduct our own investigation to find out what happened man people catching him it's like the yeah, second time versus yeah. script leaked and now this mm-hmm. somebody got an alpha tarantino probably a black person because i saw the hateful eight i already reviewed it but listen it's like he purposely set out to break the record for niggers in a film <laughs> with this joint and he broke the record he said in django already like i've never seen someone say nigga that many times like all you can do is just be like okay i guess that's that's just, what you're gonna do thing. yeah you know i enjoy parts of it but man it's hard it's like a record scratching like it's hard to watch that film and i think tarantino just like saying nigga a lot he just like writing it down for every character and just saying it as much as he can. <laughs> you think he does like Bart Simpson on that board that he be writing on that they be showing in the background? We'll be like, I won't cut up in the class again. His board just say nigga, 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 yeah. all up and down it. Yeah, I remember when I saw um Ungrateful, Inglorious Bastards, Inglorious Bastards, and in the middle of that they just have this this story about King Kong and boom, there you go, you get that nigga get a couple niggers in there like that's his favorite word man 
you know so he's out there marching with black lives matter so he can go back and put nigger in a movie mm-hmm. 475 times right i mean it's just his thing at this point i don't i'm not even upset Mm-mm. with him i just expect it and you know if anything it's kind of become cliche to to, to a right. certain extent where i'm just like let me guess nigger oh okay there we go again all right time to do another nigger rant mm-hmm. uh r kelly his new album buffet mm-hmm. debuted at number one on top r&b hip-hop albums chart and august alcina's album stars at number two and post malone earns an airplay leader r kelly scores his 12th number one on top of the r&b hip-hop albums chart dated january 2nd with his debut of the buffet holding on to his position as a solo act with the second most chart leaders the new album opens with thirty-six thousand copies sold in a week in the december 17th itching inching the slinger closer to jay-z's record 13 number ones it has still it's been six years since kelly crowned the last the list last when untitled debuted at number one on december 9th 2009 okay this is the r&b top chart r&b slash hip-hop okay okay because i'm looking like bitch adele is breaking all the records and she just sold a a a whole bunch this week and she uh her whole concert is fucking sold out (laughs) and she hadn't uh stepped on the stage yet so i'm about to say nah he ain't breaking that record so okay Mm mm-hmm well anyway somebody is supporting that pedophile yep people are still defending them this morning on the timeline you know, mm, so you also pee on children people saw this one talking about how why don't people blame girls when they come on to older men and what yeah. the fuck is the goddamn adult yep don't get me started on and that she wonder, she, wonder, she wonder why everybody was assuming she was talking about sex it's like well we were talking about r kelly but uh right and then you cannot separate the two and the, the 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 thing about it is that if people would just admit that they support a pedophile we could be cool but you you want to you want to support him but separate him from the from the pedophilia and that's impossible uh kesha sony says that she could be the next adele kesha who kesha with the dollar sign yep bitch what kesha yeah no Mm-mm. she could be the next adele karen no you ain't getting that hello Mm-mm, nah Mm-mm. i mean listen to this song stop 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 that no play don't that remind you of adele a little bit no no go ahead and play some rolling the deep so we can show her how to really sing uh, i mean if, if you're so convinced that that's gonna, gonna convince the world i mean let's we'll see there's a fire starting in my heart reaching a fever pitch and it's bringing me out the dark Crystal 
song to me right what are you talking about Don't get out of here with that foolishness all white women don't sound alike no sound good to me no it does not i mean it's not as good as this I mean, you know. No, I'm no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, it's no, all right. I, I, I don't. I don't care. Adele gives you all the feels. I, if you want to feel it or not, you're gonna feel it. She give you feels. Mm. All right. Well, apparently, uh, she's knocked. She's locked in a nasty battle to drop Sony and Doctor Luke, claiming the deal she's got with them is torpedoing her com- comeback. According to legal docs obtained by TMZ, Sony has scoffed at Kesha's claims, pointing out Adele, JT, and D'Angelo all took long breaks and came back stronger sony also says it invested more than 11 million dollars in her career and she's made a ton of cash as a result three millions in royalty three million dollars in royalties alone um adele can sing are um, we so convinced that kesha can can't sing. sing who is that one who is tj dj what's his name who is that who is who the middle person um who was a tj jt charlie JT. justin timberlake oh okay yeah, all of them sound better than you, honey. Here's a YouTube call. Kesha on. can sing. Go on, so let's sit down. Here, here's a YouTube call. Kesha. You got a dollar sign in your name. Like hey, what up, girl? Huh? You got a dollar sign in your name, ma'am. Oh, okay, okay. Just can you listen. I'm out the door. I'm gonna hit this city. Go. Before I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Because when I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. Stephen. Stephen. That's her singing live without auto tune. No background vocals. 
she mm-hmm. she doing her little two step and singing. Acoustic. She don't have a mic, by the way. This is her just singing. No mic. I don't know, Karen. She might can sing. Well, so she much need to put it in an album then. Uh, well, that's kind of, I mean, you're poo-pooing on her, but that's kind of the fucking point of the whole article is that they're telling her we can start you over and you can come back differently and we can rely more on her on your voice and less on the image and she's like fuck that shit y'all already fucked this up in the first place i want to go out on my own and do it my way okay um you know not to mention the dr luke stuff that she accused him of like rape and shit so i don't i have i mean i have no idea about the validity of that because it was a pretty nasty ugly public battle yes it was where every both sides were throwing the worst possible accusations they could at each other correct but uh even if it wasn't valid or if it is valid it seems like that's an untenable relationship you probably cannot make them work together anymore correct so i don't know man i feel like i don't know maybe she could do something maybe she just kind of got typecast it's happened stranger shit has happened to people that's true and she should be afforded the chance to come back because you know she is a white woman she probably will get a second chance uh yeah i'm not debating that but like this i wait and see mm-hmm. and when i see kesha floating down my timeline trending about how hot and fire her album is then we could talk then we could talk all right cool but until then no i just heard she can sing that's all i said i didn't know either i don't listen to catch at all someone told me she could sing and i was like i've never fucking heard that before mm. uh did i did i did not just play those clips and i was like okay maybe she can sing maybe you know because marketing is a lot of this shit i mean there are some people that are great pop stars that can't fucking sing i mean correct that's why the assumption is if you're full of auto-tune and you're full of image we always go you can't sing you know look at rihanna she doesn't have a strong voice but it doesn't stop her from being a pop icon and a force to be reckoned with that's true same thing with um what is his name the happy dude um pharrell right yeah pharrell's not a strong singer Mm -mm. but it doesn't stop him from having no more hits well that's the thing i mean sometimes it works the other way where your what you do isn't you actual talent and you can sing you know is, is, I mean, I, I would have, I would say a lot of Christina Aguilera's earlier shit was people were like, you know, the, what the fuck? You know, like, you don't need to be able to sing to do this. And now we're like, she can blow, you know? Or she can riff, at least. She can do that. Yeah, yeah that's what she does. She ri- riffs. Yeah, she does that one. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that doesn't necessarily translate on an album. But then when you oh, see her in person, what? you're like, oh, okay. So she, you know, T-Pain can sing. Not that I didn't know yeah like 
like all that shit you just assume like obviously motherfucker can't sing then you hear him singing you're like t-pain can sing what well i know i can't sing what that what what okay what what does that have to do with the show that don't (laughs) that don't have anything to do with anything i just randomly said that because we was talking about singing Mm -hmm. but i guess for me like i said i want to hear that catch your heart in the street and everybody swapping her shit then i'll be like okay cool all right i mean it takes a lot to make an album like uh adele's i think the comparison first of all the title was misleading because it made it seem like they just said adele they said justin timberlake and uh somebody else um and then also they were just comp- d'angelo and they were really just comparing the ability to come back you know what i mean not okay. like you still need the album you still need the production mm-hmm. uh you know the image it still takes a lot to do what they plan on doing i mean even when you look at d'angelo i don't know that d'angelo's the strongest singer but the album still be banging yeah, so it does. it's a total package thing yeah. so this is t-pain singing live without attitude pretty good sizable applause there that's pretty good um thank everybody for coming out again um this is weird as hell for me um uh, <laughs> never done anything like this i uh, didn't think you guys were going to be here but i guess we're doing this so um <laughs> everybody this is toro one of the best people i've played in the world pianist <laughs> funny word um <laughs> so um, I know everybody's wondering where the auto-tune is going to come from. It's okay. I got it in my pocket. It's totally fine. <laughs> got it right here. It's all surgically inserted. Um, so I guess we're going to, uh, we're going to get to this. You want to, let's, let's, let's get to it. <clears throat> oh, this is a tiny desk. Okay. I fuck with these. Oh, oh no, 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 oh, oh, oh. Baby girl, what's your name? Let me buy you a drink and then I'm T-Pain. You know me, convict music, Nappy Bowie. I know the club, close at three. What's the chances of you rolling with me back to the crib? Show you how I live. Let's get drunk and forget what we did. I'm buy you a train. Then I'ma take you home with me. Money in the bank. Oh, I'll be in the grave. We in the bed i don't know why i expected him to sing something not ratchet i don't know what my brain was thinking i don't know but i was like oh yeah he'll probably sing somebody else's songs and then he started with start buy you a drink i was like oh that's right this is t-pain make that kind of music right so why did he drop this one i like this i'm just saying karen he has that could be that could be kesha that could be kesha is my point you never know okay okay now all right that i give you it don't mean i ain't gonna stop hating but that i give you I'm just letting you know. It could be Kesha. Uh, nearly a quarter of Americans who have heard of recent E. coli outbreaks at Chipotle Mexican Grill said they are eating less often at its restaurants. A new writer's Ipsos poll uh, showed on Tuesday, while social media sentiment towards the cl- chain hit a low. Refresh. I'm not refreshing shit. They're just going to have to deal with this for the rest of the day. 
just how i get down <laughs> let me buy you a drink i know can't believe he was really saying oh it was uh, honey i buy that remix i like mm-hmm. that i like that actually a lot but see that but see the thing about me i will own my hatred mm-hmm. oh man hate 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 i hate you i hate you you can't sing and until you put me wrong i'm stand by i don't know what's taking my thing so long to refresh oh what was that one song that t-pain had oh wasn't it like a soldier boy song that he sang over or something can't remember the the other song he had but we used to play it all all the time um all right let me put it back on and i'm back sorry about that guys whole thing went down for a second anyway um so yeah most people ain't eating chipotle no more um, right. and, and chipotle is switching over to pre-shred cheese and pre-diced tomatoes oh cut mm-hmm. down them german bacteria huh i guess so right so, folks, okay, folks, so folks, we can folks, go tonight no we not so folks so you know you trying to say people ain't washing their hands like they're supposed to so i don't know but i feel like this means it's a good sign that we should be able to go to chipotle again Mm-mm. they've already addressed the problem with nope it. nope they on the world tour they're gonna make their way to down here to north carolina today no i no no <laughs> sir i know that shit don't make no sense no <laughs> they on the world tour no chipotle stores will be now we bring in this pre-shredded cheese rather than great on site tomatoes cilantro and other ingredients will be pre-chopped so they can be tested for bacteria onions jalapenos lemons limes will still be cut fresh though they'll be blanched to kill germs as the associated press points out chipotle has said in the past that tomatoes taste better when freshly diced in restaurants but they do even better than freshly chopped tomatoes are healthy customers that aren't filing lawsuits <laughs> right <laughs> right so you sacrifice that freshness over them lawsuits mm-hmm uh so that's just interesting Mm-mm. yep so yeah mm-hmm. they bow to the pressure Mm-mm. like um, i said you go eat that on your own time a breastfeeding mother raise internet um hackles by posing with santa oh yep yep she pulled them titties out and let that baby suck and look at santa's face right in front of santa and all i'm saying is well the cookies you already halfway there baby you know what i'm saying you got some milk but uh she asked the photographer and santa if they were comfortable with the idea and they both were and that's how it turned out right and she put all i want for christmas is a healthy happy baby oh that's cute the white folks probably lost their goddamn minds mm-hmm. the vast majority of people that saw the picture were offended by the image she said about 75 percent of people had a negative reaction why because it's titties and they ain't shaking for your enjoyment or pleasure they're doing what they're actually the purpose of them is for and that's not for a man to suck on it oh my god she's sick that's center for god's sakes this is disgusting this is so tasteless those are some of the comments okay yeah, santa okay. said it's been 40 years and i've never had a question like that but why not when she pulled out the titty so um anyway um i think that's it's, zero I think it's cool yeah it's cool that that's zero for fucking women she gets a 
big old fat zero there you go no fucking with black people today Mm-mm. let's take the day off guys yes let's take shit the has day been bad off. enough shit yep. has been bad enough we've been fucked with all year we get your break for christmas mm-hmm. uh oh star wars continues to break records yes mm-hmm. to just knock it out the park um yeah star wars is out there like adele they like <laughs> star wars was like we need came out the theaters yet people's like we don't care here's all our goddamn money they rolling in the, the, the loot yes they are jj abrams juggernaut has now earned 325.4 million in north america coming the fastest film across the 300 million dollar mark a feat accomplished in five days of release Woo! it took this summer's jurassic world the previous record holder eight days god damn worldwide the disney lucas film releases earned 689.4 million through tuesday already passing the entire global run of mission impossible rogue nation to become the number seven title of the year keep in mind this shit came out with two weeks left in the entire year right it's the number seven movie already yes and all of that we seen it twice and i guarantee you i'm gonna go see it again overseas it took in 41.2 million tuesday for a foreign total of 364 million the uk leads with 68.3 million followed by germany with 36.1 million france 31.6 million australia 25.3 and japan 18.3 in many countries including the u.s force awakens is seeing a midweek boost from kids and college students being out of school for the year-end holidays right a lot of them just thought they break abrams critically acclaimed reboot set 30 years after the events of star wars episode six return of the jedi features a strong female heroine ray and a young scavenger played by newcomer daisy ridley ray and a renegade stormtrooper john boyega band together to challenge a rising evil that includes a new planet killing laser cannon the film also stars oscar isaac item driver lapita nyong'o and don hall gleason along with the original trilogy stars harrison ford mark hamill and carrie fisher so yep yeah so they broke the random tuesday they was like we all up here on a tuesday we're gonna break the records they in this broke bitch. The record. they also broke the record for monday and tuesday for my, yeah monday tuesday we they're gonna be like they broke the record for for the sales for every day of the week. Mm-hmm. monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday love because they get making all the money that's right um and i ain't even mad at them <laughs> uh we are um let's play some ball let's do ball alert let's not, do it. not a lot of these left guys <laughs> yeah. hey yo i'm looking for a five star to talk about Bitches love me. If you in Atlanta, call a Gucci girl and beat me. You can 
find a five star hotel you can meet me. Five star bitch, that's a five star bitch. That's a five star bitch. That's a five star bitch. If your credits go high, feet your nails stay fly, keep your juice box wet, and your head some fire, you a five star bitch. You a five star bitch. All right. Here are your choices, chat room. There's only three. Baller mail, Titans Ricky, Dion Long was like the stove your mother told you not to touch, not say for it picks. Number two, five actions a woman needs to see to trust you to lead her from a man's POV, blog by at Mitchell underscore chance. And number three, Groupie Tales, another August Alcina tale, this time featuring DJ Era. Tally the votes, Karen. You a fast bitch. You a fast bitch. I fast bitch. I need a fast bitch. I need a fast bitch. I a fast bitch. It's your boy, yo, got it. I do great A shit. I'm a British nigga walking, and this the remix. And I'm still out here looking for a five-star chick. When I catch her, I'm a blessing with a five-star kick. She a natural born hustler. She ain't chasing no suckers. Only mess with real niggas. She never fuck the buses, so you and the jury that she really don't excite them. Them hating assholes in the club won't fight them. She was born in the eight, but the school is three. All right. Somebody said they think we've already covered one. Well, didn't they? It said, didn't it say Groupie Tales, another August Alcina? Which one okay. did they say we already covered? One. Oh, we already did the, the stove joint? Oh. oh, the stove your mama told you not to touch? I guess so. I don't know. Well, if we already did it, then there's only one group of tail left for the whole year, guys. Sorry to tell you. I haven't, I haven't looked to see if we already did that one yet. I'll take a look after the show or something. Uh, <clears throat> at any rate, group of tails, another, uh, another, another <laughs> August Alcina tail, this time featuring DJ Era. When we start having features on group of tails, y'all, it's like a remix or something. Can like just, can a nigga hop on the track? Drop a hot 16 strokes. <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> mustard on the beat, ho. Oh, shit, another fucking. <laughs> mustard sheets. Uh, let me see if I put that picture in the chat so you guys can see it. Uh, you may have to click it because for some reason this picture does not want to work. It just, it... Normally, uh, I don't know. Normally it'll let me put it in, but it's not working right now. Anyway, uh, so it looks like August Alcina is popular amongst the groupie tales, and we recently received another. This one also involves August's DJ, DJ Era, and was featured, who's featured on the Breakfast Club this morning. Does this one sound more believable? Did anyone hear August Alcina talk about it? Read below and let us know. Disclaimer, Groupie Tales are submitted by readers who can not confirm 100% accuracy of any story posted. Want to share your story? Email 11A at borrowalert.com. You can remain anonymous. It all started from Twitter. I tweeted and DJ Era, August Alcina's DJ, that he was sexy and he tweeted me back. He must have checked out my Twitter photos because he DM'd me and told me I was sexy as well, but mm. I was never able to reply because he wasn't following me. I had DM'd him on Instagram and gave him my number. A couple days went past and I didn't think he was going to call or text me because he didn't reply back. But to my surprise, he FaceTimed me. I didn't know the number, so I ignored the FaceTime. I FaceTimed back and to my surprise, DJ Era with the pigtails popped up. I was shocked. So I pretended to be busy and told him that I couldn't talk right now and that I would call him back later. I called my best friend and told her that he called me and got my thoughts together and called back. He didn't answer. But I'd never been thirsty, so I never bothered to call back. 
a lot of phone tag <laughs> a lot of he called then i called and then you skip this when y'all fucking right get, get to the fucking that's all we here for two days later he hit me back and i answered the phone he asked me where i was from and what city i lived in we didn't talk often but we talked every now and then via text and ft facetime okay since he knew where i lived he hit me up and asked me if i was busy because he was in town doing the show with august alcina he told me that there would be two tickets that waiting for me and my friend me and my girl got ready for the show long story short we went to the show that week it was an amazing show after the show i got a text saying i'm coming outside to meet you you and your friend are coming back with him me and my girl got back they offered us some drinks and smokes we were drinking the whole crew was there including aug aug asked everybody to name first name down nickname basis now apparently so aug asked everybody to clear the room except for era and his company clearly era didn't tell aug who was for who back because aug started feeling on me after a while we got tired of being backstage and we all got in his van including his sec- security august i've seen i got security and went back to his hotel room dj era and my friend went to era's room and me and all went to his room when we got to his room he started rubbing on my private area below mm. to keep it pg he <laughs> didn't even allow me to take PG? my drink yeah. i ain't coming for pg we all grown he didn't even allow me to take my dress off before he bent me over on the couch and was fucking me well i guess we back to read it off <laughs> he had a bigger than regular size dick and it was big enough but not mandingo size like everyone is saying but don't get me wrong it was huge he made me come a numerous amount of times before it was time for me to leave he did say no love huh he did say no love i, I don't know i don't listen to what that mean i that might be a song or something i don't know i ain't listen to it but i wasn't mad i just wanted the dick what did surprise me was that he did kiss me not on my lips but on my cheek also he took my number down and made sure i got home and once i was in the house he texted me to make sure i was okay and that i was there safely oh so he, sweet he was a real gentleman the next day i meet up i met up with my girl and asked her what happened with her and era i'm glad i went with all because basically let's just say it was over for him before it even started she said it took him a minute it took him a long time to get it up and then when he finally did get it up he pumped five times and was finished then wanted to cuddle and fall asleep with her which she wasn't down for ha <laughs> here are the comments nico rose says favorite line he was such a gentleman sandy cheese says boink boink and more i mean bonk bonk and more bonk so luscious says he ignored she ignored his facetime and then facetimed him back i have a galaxy so i'm not sure what that means but i do know that it sounds kind of hmm formerly known as ginger says facetime is basically video messaging for iphones shell israel says that's a true definition of a general gentleman laugh my ass i'll shake my head 11a says so luscious facetime is basically skype for iphone mac to iphone mac uh lol the funniest part is that he was such a gentleman after he rammed you with the clothes still on didn't kiss you and sent you home lol but at least he made sure you made it home safe oh chaz harvey says i need one more groupie tale i'm still in disbelief with the last one this one sounds like a hit and quite as she added the part about him checking on her to not seeing drove miss you can never uh you can never get enough 
says they already knew they were some hoes everybody leave except his company lol now nah, i'm gonna go ahead and leave too well then you wouldn't be a groupie you wouldn't be able to have no groupie tail i hate when nine groupies be trying to be like i wouldn't even fuck them well then get the fuck out of here <laughs> that's not what yeah we, we're not here for that we don't want to hear how you wouldn't have had a good story Mm-mm. butterfly says what a hater i don't know who alcina's dj is but to tell a story about planning on fucking him and then fucking his homeboy sounds grimy already then to add to it she slams his dj in the end i think he changed his mind when he saw her and kicked both their asses to the curb so she had to come up with some whack-ass story to feel better about herself being turned down lol it just sounds too cheesy to me and i've read just about every single group of tell on this site i don't i don't understand why she I mean why would this not be real right anyway toya says this seems a little believable believe it or not some men even young and fine have erectile dysfunction or like one minute man i remember years ago i was messing with this fine ass dude he resembled usher in his you remind me days with the curly hair and shit he was ah! Spanish. anyways he only lasted like three minutes every time i count it it didn't last long because he was very selfish when it came to sex plus he had a control and alcohol problem when he drinks he's totally incoherent like you had to babysit his ass like he was sloppy drunk ugh got on my nerves but yeah i believe this one the little all all was doing was trying to fuck he was a gentleman bitch a gentleman would at least gave you a little cash afterwards or something i think you're confusing gentleman with a john I remember he fell asleep right after, but before he did, he probably told her ass to get the fuck out. Oh, I believe not. I remember uh, to get the fuck out. That's how I'm picturing it in my head. I don't know why I laugh my ass off. <laughs> Kimber, Kimber says, "Gentlemen, huh? Bless her heart." <laughs> uh, says, "So this gentleman bent you over fully clothed and sent you packing." Laugh my ass off. And Diamond Princess says, "The fact that she jumped homies." to sleep with august lol a true gentleman girl you will never hear from him again and you will have a group all you will have is a group of tail which is valued at zero dollars all right let's uh get ready to wrap this up with some guest race now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time now that it's time for some guest race that's right it's guest race time that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going all across podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today the chat room to guess the race and the chat room is racist all right um this guess the race is brought to you by bevel 
Mm-hmm. It sure is, guys. Bevel, of course, is the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair and sensitive skin, just like yours. Step your shave game up and say goodbye to razor bumps for the 99 and the 2000. You can get a nice safety kit. Little starter kit, I mean, comes with a safety razor, shaving brush, blades, priming oil, shaving cream, and cool restoring balm. Have you looking good? Have you smelling good? Have you feeling good? You know, especially when you got these New Year's resolutions, you start your new routines. One of the things that helps having a routine and keeping your resolutions is, you know, having that kit. Cause you, it's already written out for you. Got the steps, got everything. It's telling you the instructions like, boom. Very easy to follow. You know, put this towel on your face, get them pores open. Then you want to go ahead and dab that thing down with some of that priming oil. Then you want to take that, that shaving cream and put it on the, uh, on the shaving brush and put that all on your face. Just dab on them folks. And then you just, you know, shave it off. And then when you're done, wash, wipe your face off with a little damp rag and then boom slap that uh restoring balm on there it's that simple dog i do it all the time um and it takes you know not that long but it's good to have a little routine man it's like meditating almost mm-hmm. um and you spend a little time every day looking at yourself in the mirror saying i love my blackness and yours right um so yeah go to getbevel.com and use code tbgwt and get 20 percent off of your first month that's getbevel.com g-e-t-b-e-v-e-l dot com code t-b-g-w-t uh son is charged uh with killing his mother because he was upset about some bed bugs oh prosecutors alleged 62 year old minneapolis man killed his 89 year old mother because (laughs) (laughs) wow i'll tell you this man your son get too old to be living in the house with you it's about time to something ain't right okay we read a lot way too many old ass sons killing their old ass mamas right like at some point they just decide like i guess he gonna kill me uh but yeah so he killed his mother because he was upset about bed bugs in that downtown minneapolis apartment hennepin county attorney's office charged michael gallagher with second degree murder in the death of patricia ann gallagher he makes his first court appearance on tuesday the complaint alleges Gallagher had been on his to his mother's apartment Thursday to help her with cleaning. Uh, he told the dispatcher he had killed his mother after he called nine one one. Nine one one. What seems to be an emergency? Well, it's not really an emergency anymore. Oh, the emergency is over. He told police uh, uh, he was despondent about bed bugs in the apartment because he could not exterminate them. Gallagher said he grabbed a sculpture of himself and started beating his mother with it damn he beat his mother with a model of himself kind of shit is this right um the complaint says he also tried to smother her with a pillow and strangle her oh the old trifecta he gonna win the whole game of clue (laughs) ah Mm. uh all right let's check the uh chat and see what their guesses were all my neighbors are addicted to heroin white irish car bed bug bomb all cheese everything white police gave him an opportunity to explain white white as those bed bugs infested sheets clean up mom <laughs> what race is that marble statue white that white adop- adaptation of baby boy <laughs> oh. straight jacket white left later to go smash some melons white 
was this at the bates motel white <laughs> calls mom by first name white white as the driven snow tony perkins white team edward white man all of y'all guessed white and all of y'all guessed right man good job everybody uh look at that dude i mean he just looked like he, he looks creepy he's like i'm gonna kill my mama yeah she should have like, put his ass out a long time ago be like son you can't stay here i don't know what you're gonna do but you gotta get the fuck up out of here in high school he was voted the most likely to kill his mama <laughs> yeah i guarantee he was on that club paul terry age 26 was arrested after he and sandra morrow age 29 broke into her ex-boyfriend's house in tulsa the victim had no problem identifying the man due to his distinct anti-police tattoo on his forehead he also has a tattoo of devil's horns on his head and one of a red lip imprint on his cheek the pair allegedly knocked on the victim's door on friday afternoon when he answered they forced their way inside of his home they threatened to stab the suspect if he didn't give them the money hmm stab on him the victim handed over his wallet <laughs> and terry fled his ex-girlfriend morrow then allegedly demanded more money but when the victim threatened to call police she too left the victim was easily able to identify morrow no relation the woman he used to date the victim then told this is a crackhead ass crime really <laughs> you gonna rob a motherfucker that absolutely knows who it is right give me the crash Kim? You know what I'm like? Right. <laughs> what, Sonya? <laughs> what? It's not, no, it ain't me. <laughs> um, the victim was, uh, the victim then told Cos he thought the alleged male accomplice name was Terry, but he was able to give a perfect description of the man thanks to his unique face tattoo. Terry's being held on a complaint of robbery with a dangerous weapon at the commission of a felony, and Mara was arrested for a robbery with a dangerous weapon. Guess the race of Mr. Terry? Oh, Paul Terry the guy with the distinctive face tattoos let's see what they got here in the chat uh morrow related to rod black white one who could get a job despite facial hair art white rare anti-black and blues lies matter cracker white white last movie was twilight zone white the black guy who robs ha oh. greedy ass stabby ass sambo uh wearing his police hatred on his face white oh wait i guess the race of the wrong guy okay uh insane clown posse juggalo white two first names white stab on them folk black nigga dolphin black <laughs> nigga dolphin. where that come from what do you mean nigga hating dolphin james nigga hating dolphin <laughs> anyway the correct answer is actually white <laughs> some of you guys missed it he was right i mean shit i mean he was very easy to identify for those of you that uh don't know on the top of his forehead it has two horns tattooed like devil horns but they're like tattooed into his forehead and above his eyebrows it says foot cops and on his right cheek is uh, a tattoo of some lips 
and uh, I don't know what that is on the left cheek. I'll say bacon, but I don't think it's bacon. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's probably like the SS for the Nazis or something. Yeah, he should have known he was gonna get caught. I mean, cause I ain't too many people rocking that ensemble. Yeah, it was like a Jason Statham missing the chromosome. Um, all right, uh, let's go to the bonus round. Um. <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and a bonus round to guess the race. So far, everybody's all over the place. But let's see if they can wrap it up on a strong note. Right. Here's a criminal. <laughs> Cops. Uh, a squatter sold $300,000 worth of paintings from a multi-million dollar San Francisco mansion. An enterprising squatter inhabiting a for-sale mansion in San Francisco has been arrested for allegedly selling hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of paintings from the home. San Francisco police officers responded to reports of a suspicious person at a multi-million dollar home in Presidio Heights uh, Saturday night and were greeted by Jeremiah Kaler, who had been squatting in the house for some time. Kaler had apparently prepared himself for just this scenario. At the home, officers contacted Kayla, 39, of Dragoon, Arizona, who told police that he was in the process of buying the home and produced fraudulent legal documents to back up his claims. For a person to generate legal documents, you've got to be a little more sophisticated than your average squatter. Uh, Officer, said police officer, officers noted a painting next to a moving van parked in front of the home, but due to the hour, they were unable to verify Kayla's documents at the time and therefore left homeboy alone to do his thing. The following morning, the house listing agent notified police that anyone inside the home was trespassing. Then the agent went to the home and placed Kayla under citizen's arrest. Citizen's arrest, guys. Didn't know that was a thing you could do. Not since Police Academy 3. Right. What was it for? I don't know. One of them. As we probably can do it, but the average person goes, nah, I'm not a cop. Yeah. As police got there for the second time in many days, Kayla had a painting next to a moving van outside the home, and the agent informed officers that 11 paintings were missing from inside the home. They were valued at well over $300,000, he said. Ooh. Police, has, police have spent the last few days tracking down nine of the 11 paintings, which Kayla had allegedly offloaded at pawn shops and over social media for well below their value. <laughs> <laughs> you want this? Uh, you want, Picasso for $2.50? Yeah. How much you got? <laughs> right, that's what it is. How much is it valued at? Uh, $200,000? How much you got? $20? So. So. Shit, ain't no sweat off my balls. Shit, I take them joints off your feet for this one. The report uh, says police have good leads on the remaining two paintings. Online listings suggest Kayla had been squatted in an eight-bedroom, seven-bathroom, single-family home listed at just over $17 million. Guess the race of Mr. What's his first name? Jeremiah Kayler. See here. All this is white people shit. Come on, he's wise driven coke. Uh, one who enjoys fancy football because it allows him to legally own black people in 2015 oh. took over property that wasn't his and made a huge profit Columbus blood eminent domain white <laughs> no. nobody called the cops on him in months of squatting high white Arizona and he was believed white white black man would have been trying to sell the art at a swap meet white black person couldn't have gotten off the premises without someone alerting authorities white citizens arrest white white this caper lasted too long and almost worked it isn't art to blacks without Tupac or Biggie White. No. White, Thomas Crown Affair, face-ass white person. Ain't no black people in Presidio Heights. 
and columbus that house the correct answer is white yeah you knew he was white when they uh came there the night before and left right they're like oh you can't call until the 8 a.m when the clerk opens <laughs> well, you have a good night sir if he was black in that house and here's some sad news for sore ratchetness because it hits my home state of north carolina oh we take sore ratchetness very seriously a north carolina congressman literally took a sword to the proposed 1.1 trillion budget that he voted against oh no representative walter jones wrote spent last night cutting through 2,000 pages of words 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 along with a photo of him swinging a sword at the document oh don't you mean your staff because odds are you didn't read all that shit first of all why the fuck this nigga got on uh protective uh face gear paper cuts to to cut some paper paper cuts paper cuts real in these streets dog real tough guy um now i'm just waiting for the inevitable time he got on gloves too Mm-hmm. i'm just waiting on that evidence time where a staffer gets cut because he fucked around with the sword <laughs> come on now he also tweeted a photo of him wearing a surgical mask with the caption something's rotten in washington dc oh that's the purpose of it mm-hmm. uh jones voted against the bill that was created to avoid a government shutdown and funds of the government through 2016 the bill passed out by 316 to 113 vote and ascended by 65 to 33 because those people are saying but uh that's my home state north carolina good job buddy way to make us look fucking stupid you idiot (laughs) all right man we'll be back saturday with a feedback show Mm -hmm. uh after christmas uh merry christmas to all you guys happy holidays and whatever you're celebrating if you're not celebrating anything that's cool as well but uh we'll be back we will and uh before we go i want to tell people uh this time of the year spend time with your family and your friends and your loved ones if your family get on your nerves and you like you know what i don't get on my family do something with your friends get up with them and stuff like that because this time this is time of the year where a lot of people you know might be alone and things like that so call people email people check on people to be sure they are right this time of the year yeah people don't want you to be alone and trust me i know you feel like sometimes you feel like you'll be a burden to people but right people be happy to have you and by you know uh and also you know and on the other hand if you do want to be alone if right. you you know if you prefer to have spend this time by yourself so, um and you don't want to deal with annoying people or you know your family's tripping or whatever that's okay too it is it's about finding your happy during this season and always during the year so uh you know happy holidays to everybody mm-hmm. and uh we'll be back on saturday. saturday until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.